and welcome to the Celtic View podcast. We've had a two-week break due to the recent international football, but we're back and we're here to help you get over Wednesday's defeat to Barcelona by looking ahead to the Scottish League Cup final against Aberdeen on Sunday. Now this week's magazine focused largely on that showpiece event, the first of the domestic season, so it's only fitting that this week's podcast does the same, and we've got an exclusive clip of Moussa Dembele's interview from this week's Celtic View with myself, where he discusses his excitement regarding his chance to live his first trophy as a professional footballer. Celtic View editor Paul Cuddehy and Celtic View reporter Mark Henderson also join in as we look ahead to Sunday's game and discuss Dembele's impact with the Scottish champions this season. Now stick around for the end of the show as well, as we'll get you in the mood for facing the Dons on Sunday with a run-through of all of the goals that we've put past Derek McInnes' side this season. First though, take a listen to what Mr Dembele has to say in this week's Celtic View, as he discusses his recent brilliant form for the boys and his thoughts ahead of facing Aberdeen. Yeah, I'm pleased because it took me uh, a little while before I scored the first one, uh-huh. and, uh, and everything started for me. You know, but but yeah, I'm pleased with me. It's just the beginning, I would say. I'm just in November. November? Yeah, yeah. It was still in November. <laughs> just in November, so we have uh, I don't know how many months to go. So so hopefully I can keep 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 on on this level and keep scoring goals every week. Do you enjoy being the main man for Celtic? You know, the, the striker, the, the, the goal scorer. You enjoy that? Yeah, of course. You have to. You have to. You know, Celtic, as I said, is a big club, and, and when you are the main man for, for a big club, you know, it's, it's huge. And, and obviously, at my age as well, it's, uh, it's not very often that you see that. And, and, and yeah, I'm pleased with it. And, and as I said, I would just have to, to give 100% every game. And, yeah. But you take it all in your stride. Um, does that coolness, the kind of calmness, maturity, the maturity aspect, where does that come from? Because as you say, you're still a young player. I don't know. Maybe I'll grow up too fast, I don't know. <laughs> it's just the way you are? Yeah, it's, it's just the way I am. You know, I've, I've been educated like this and by my dad and my mum and I'm just like this. Right, okay. Um, after the Barca match, it's the first cup final of the season. A match that you took us to with your goal against Rangers. My first final as well. Your first final, that's what I'm going to say. So your first final, first chance for your first silverware. Talk to me about that. How are you feeling? Uh, you know, I came I came in Celtic to win trophies and, uh, and uh, you know, to win a final for me is, is you know, it's like a, a dream because it'll be, the, it'll be my first final so I will never forget it for sure and, and, and yeah. I can't wait for that, but before that we have two games, I think one game. Yeah, so well, it's game on Friday and then... Because it's just, we won't yeah, talk yeah. about the game on, on Friday, so we've got one game and... Uh, and yeah, after after this game I will start to focus on the next one, but you know, before that, I'll just focus on last one night, the final will come. And, yeah. uh, do you feel, or do you think you will feel nervous before the final, given that it's a final, it's the national stadium, or is it just another game for you? Right. Um, what will it mean for you to lift your first trophy then if you know if we're successful ultimately? It will mean a lot. It will mean a lot, a lot, a lot. As I said, uh, as I said, you know, I came in this this massive club to win trophies, and and that's where Celtic belongs, not winning trophies. Mm. Uh, and uh, and for me, you know, it will be something great. And, as I said before that, we have to win the final, so I won't talk about winning before we go on. So, so we speak on Sunday. What time is the game? 
Three o'clock kick off on Sunday. So we speak at 5.30. So the softly spoken Moussa Dembele there speaking about the prospect of heading into his first final as a professional player. And guys, it's it's hard to imagine that this is his first opportunity to win you know, a winner's medal or lift a trophy as a professional. I mean, to be fair, he is only 20. So, you know, this is the biggest club he's been at. You know, when you look at where he came from, Fulham, you know, are not renowned for getting to cup finals. So I think that's one of the appeals. And he's, he's spoken about this plenty of times. He wants to play in Europe. He wants to play in big games and he wants to win trophies. So that's why he's came to Celtic. And I think it's a great opportunity. And that's what you're looking for in Sunday at Hamden for someone like that. You know, the chance to play in his first cup final, but the chance to win his first medal. And, you know, hopefully the first of many with Celtic. I think it'll just give him an extra incentive. I mean, it's a valid point with his age, obviously, Paul, completely crushing my intro, but yeah, thanks very much for that. That's why I'm older and wiser now. <laughs> One of the, the things that I'm, I'm trying to say with that, I guess, is that um, you see his talents, you would, you should just assume it's synonymous with being a winner already. You're uh, just persevering with that, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, um, I mean, he's a, he's a guy that certainly has proven to be a match winner for us already. Mark, and you would imagine he would be in the starting 11 come Sunday as well. Yeah, I mean, the, his form that he's in, he's pretty much undroppable uh, at the moment, Martin. Um, every challenge that he comes up against, he just seems to negotiate it with just such comfort. Even with France, we saw him recently in international duty scoring the two goals against England and two brilliant goals they were. Um, obviously, you had it in your interview as well, his first ever free kick <laughs> that he'd taken in a, in a match and he puts it in the top corner, scores another great goal, a great piece of movement and finishing. Um, so yeah, he's just someone that's brimming with belief, he's at the top of his game and he's still got so much more to come and you just know he's going to be relishing the big occasion again at Hamden, we saw what he did in the semi-final against Rangers and I'm just expecting better again. Yeah, it doesn't seem to, um, it doesn't seem to matter who the opponent is, uh, you know, whether it's uh, Ross County or uh, Manchester City, he's still getting himself in the... Uh, the score sheet and he seems to approach each game with the exact same mentality as well Paul yeah I mean that's obviously one of the points he made to you and I think probably that when you mentioned earlier on about the surprise he hadn't won anything but the, that revelation that the first free kick he's ever taken was the one for the French under 21 side and he converted it mm. was incredible when you look you look at his skill and his technique but I think I suppose it, I, I always just feel that he's, he's just got a really good ground and he's, he seems for a, a young man he, sometimes there's a maturity about the way he speaks so when he's talking about how you know if he goes from 20 to 21 goals people just see the tally you know they don't say it was against Barcelona it was against Ross County and I think as a striker it's a really good attitude for a young man to have because it means then in theory and I think in practice as well he's trying just as hard whether it's a domestic game or a Champions League game and that's good because then he's not just looking for the the, the glamour goals he, he's, he's wanting to score as many as possible against all opposition. That maturity is something that continues to interest me about him because you you can compare him to other players his age and um, they're just not. He's, he's just he's, he's a kind of different type of player really. His attitude and he's uh, even just the way he kind of carries himself at, at Lennox Town. He's very very quiet. You can tell how quiet it is when you're, you're speaking to him there. Imagine it must be different on the the field and certainly there's a fair amount of his talking with his feet on the field as well. Um, but I've tried in the few times that I've spoken to him this year for interviews, I've tried to kind of dig into that and find out where his mentality and this calm attitude comes from. But he just kind of quips saying, oh, 
maybe I grew up too fast. But then as you'll read in the interview as well, his idol, for France at least, uh, was Thierry Henry. And as everyone knows, Thierry Henry was a guy who just had unabashed confidence, verging on arrogance at times, but was just the epitome of a cool Frenchman. And uh, Musa is certainly following in that mould. He just seems such a driven character, Martin. You know, every time you speak to him, any time he speaks about football, you just see that you know burning desire to be a success in his eyes. You know, um, when he arrived at Celtic, um, the fact he had to wait and behind Lee Griffiths to get a game as well, I think frustrated him. He just wanted to get in there and start proving straight away what a top player he was. And you know, it t- took him a few weeks to get that starting slot, but as soon as he got that chance, he seized it. You know, scoring a hat trick <laughs> in a Glasgow derby wasn't a bad way to really uh, cement your place in the Celtic team. And what I, I like about him as well, you see a lot of modern strikers today, they like to really play outside the penalty box, they like to get involved in a lot of the link-up play, which is great and it's an important part of the game, but he wants to be in, he's a real penalty box predator, he's always in there for the second ball, he's winning headers, I mean even in the defensive side of the game, he's probably our, you know, one of our biggest assets when defending corners, yeah, he clears so post. many at the mm. front post, yeah. but he, he is one. he's just a, a real goal-getter, uh, he always wants to be in there picking up the scraps and uh, he's, he's got really all the, the components you want in a top class striker and uh, you know wonder what it's, it's, I think everyone's just going to wonder what kind of goal tally he's going to get can he beat Lee Griffiths 40 goals last season will Lee, Lee Griffiths you know allow him to beat him this season when he if he can get back in the team so it's just it all, all goes well for, for Celtic anyway Martin and um, you know I think we can look forward to uh, you know, a great season from Musa over the over the coming months. And you mentioned about Lee Griffiths there, Mark. Obviously, a bit of a question mark over his fitness to not being included in the squad for the match against Barcelona on Wednesday night, which again would suggest that Musa would probably be leading the line for us on Sunday. And as we're looking ahead to Sunday's match, the cup final, Brendan Rodgers' first opportunity for a trophy as Celtic boss. Coming earlier this year than it normally would for anyone, uh, I think the first time since 1998 that the League Cup final has been held in November. So, what are your guys' sort of thoughts looking into, looking ahead to this match? How are you feeling about it? I mean, on the one hand, we have to be confident because we've beaten Aberdeen twice already this season, and we are a, a much better side than them. There's just always just that we nagging doubt because Hamden's been such a horrible stadium for us in recent years, and you know whether. The players don't have a, you know, they can have an off day or extenuating circumstances, you know, the, of the 25 officials around the pitch. One of them doesn't see the most blatant handball in the world or something gets sent off. These things can, can change games. I think all other things being equal, we should win. And I, I, I do think there's a determination uh, within the squad and, and from Brendan Rodgers that he wants to, to get that first trophy. He wants to to make it the first part of hopefully a domestic treble and I think he sees his place and he knows the history and, and you know how difficult that is to achieve and I'm sure that's something that he wants to you know join the, the, the legends that have managed to achieve, achieve the treble for us. I mean Mark if say we do manage to win on Sunday um, which you know the, all the previous stats and everything but indicate that we should obviously with the exception of recent history at Hamden um, what do you think it would do for the season because obviously we are rolling in the league just now um, domestically nobody can touch us and then you go and you win a trophy the first trophy that's up for grabs it sends out a, another strong message to the rest of the competition doesn't it? Yeah well I'm delighted that the League Cup final's back in November because you know if you win it it just acts as a stimulus for the rest of the season um, 
and it just I think it breaks the season up a, a bit better as well. You know, when you have this competition at this juncture, it means you've got one trophy out of the way as well, and you don't have that real period around February, March that you've got a lot of cup games going on. You can really focus on the Scottish Cup and the league. So uh, if we win the if we win the cup, you know, it sets us on the way to treble. We've got that one trophy in the bag. And it'll just generate greater confidence among the players as well that they can go and win silverware under Brendan Rodgers and play for Celtic on the big occasions. So many young players in that Celtic team, so winning a trophy will, will do wonders for them. Although, as I, I'm, you know, just that caveat, Paul, of playing at Hamden, you know, every time I go to Hamden, I just get that sort of strange feeling in my stomach. I've just had so many mixed memories of there over the years. You know, it's been some real, real difficult days leaving the national stadium so I, I mean I'm, I'm confident it's not going to be another one at the weekend but you can never take anything for granted and the League Cup is just that one trophy in Scotland that Celtic have always in modern times anyway found it really difficult to win I mean when you look at a record in other competitions it's, it's remarkable really we had that run of victories in the 1960s Paul I'm not sure how was it five in a row with five six? it was five in a row I yeah. think we reached 14, 14 finals in succession but I think we only won the first I think it was the first five and uh, from about the mid seventies right through. I mean, I think we were only in one final over the next fifteen years. So that's a, it's a strange competition for us. But you know, in recent years, some managers it's been their first trophy that they've won for Celtic. So you've got to hope that that'll be the same on Sunday. Yeah, and well, I mean, you're, you're facing against facing a team who have had trophy success in recent years as well, one of the few teams other than Celtic in Scotland who've managed to claim silverware, so it should be a fairly entertaining match. And yet, although we have uh, comprehensively beaten Aberdeen at home and beaten them away from home, you, do you think they'll be confident going into the match? I think they will, actually. I, I mean, obviously not overconfident. I think it helps, probably, or they'll think it will help the fact that they've had a week to prepare. That can work for and against them. I believe that they, they actually went away for a few days rather than just doing their normal training. And again, I'm not sure if that relaxes the players too much, whereas our players have had to focus on a big game before they can turn their attentions. Certainly the best two teams in Scotland. So if, if anybody's going to challenge us, it, it would be Aberdeen. Um, but I just think on the day, we'll just prove too strong for them. Yeah, I just, I just feel so much firepower now, Martin. Um, any game we go into domestically, I just feel convinced we're going to score goals we're going to create chances against any team even in the semi-final people were saying that our European exertions could uh, affect us in, against Rangers but you know we do completely dominated that game in a big pitch we finished the stronger team so our fitness is fantastic at the moment and it's a huge asset particularly when you play in that really gruelling surface at Hamden that can sap the energy out of you I think Aberdeen's game plan will be similar to how they play at Petondry. I think they'll, they'll sit in they'll be compact and you know they'll try and use their the strength at set pieces and hitting the break with Hayes, McGinn. Imagine Adam Rooney will definitely start this time. He didn't start the game at, at Petondry, but he'll definitely start. You know he's such a predator up front, good in the air as well. And James Madison, who's really been there, real spark since he's come into the team on loan from Norwich, and he's been outstanding in that midfield area. So he's someone that Celtic will need to watch out for. But I think going forward the other way, we wheel too much on the day for them. It's going to be a, a peculiar setting as well, given it's three o'clock kickoff. But the time the second half starts, it will be pitch black almost at Hamden, which is something that we won't have seen at a cup final in a long time. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that they'll have the floodlights on, so it, it should be okay on the pitch. But yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Obviously, we're in the middle of winter, but 
I mean, I'm, I'm kind of agree with what Mark said earlier on. I think it's better to have this competition done and dusted uh, this side of the year. And I think it's good. It'll give us a real momentum. And, you know, we're so far ahead in the league. I think by the turn of the year, we'll, have, we'll be out of sight. And then it just means that we can concentrate on the, the last part of that, hopefully domestic treble, which is, you know, eluded us in recent years, but perhaps we, we, we you know, squandered some good opportunities to, to achieve it. Okay, well, let's cut to the chase then and get some predictions for the weekend, Paul. Start with yourself. I think it's going to be 3-1 to Celtic. And Mark? 2-0 uh, to Celtic. And Paul, are you going to go with your same first goal scorer of Eric Sviachenko? Well, listen, he's getting close. I thought on Friday night at Rugby Park he was, he was going to do it. I mean, it, set pieces, he's, he's, you know, he's great at getting up for the ball. So yeah, 3-1, Sviachenko first goal, that'll do. Well, I'm going to go 3-0 for Celtic. I think Craig Gordon will keep his domestic run of clean sheets going. Um, he did it against Aberdeen the last time and I think he can do it at Hamden again. So, and with a strong defence, hopefully, if you'd say Eric Svichenko and Jozo Simunovic, um, Jozo's played at Hamden as well, so he knows what that pitch is like. So, that's my betting. So, uh, if you're going to the game on Sunday, all the best. Hope you have a good day. But to cheer you on your way, we're going to give you a couple of clips from Celtic TV of the last few times that Celtic have played Aberdeen of course, this season, uh, two victories so far, and Paul commentating here to take you through those wins. Forrest edge of the box, drives forwards, cuts it back to Griffiths. Griffiths not makes his man, it's a chance for Griffiths. Oh, it's in the back of the net! What a goal for Lee Griffiths! He left Ash Taylor for dead, it cracks off the left hand post. 1 0 Celtic! Absolutely stunning goal, uh, nice play in the wing from James Forrest, and what a strike, what a finish! Goalkeeper, absolutely no chance. He couldn't have hit this any sweeter. And I thought maybe it was going to come off the post and not again, but thankfully it hit the inside of the post, across the other side of the net. Absolutely fantastic. Forrest comes in off that right touch line, but Rogic has got a bit of space. He's on his left foot, plays it through to Forrest. Forrest, oh, what a goal from James Forrest! A wonderful pass from Rogic, outside of the right foot for James Forrest. Joe Lewis had no chance. 42 minutes on the clock and Celtic lead by two goals to one. Does James Forrest ever score a goal without it being outside his right foot? He's scored so many, we've seen it so many, putting a, a, a fantastic finish at the end of a lovely move, uh, finally found by Tom Rodick. Uh, the space that he gets in there and James finding a, a little bit of space inside the box. Uh, too much for Aberdeen's point of view, but fantastic for ours that uh, he shows great composure once again. He flicks it on, looking for Sinclair. Sinclair up against Logan, it's a good play from Scott Sinclair. He's into the box, it's a chance. He goes down, and it's a penalty, and Reynolds could be off. Scott Sinclair, can he make it his third goal for Celtic? His first at Celtic Park, he steps forward. He sends the goalkeeper the wrong way, and Celtic leading by three goals to one. Yeah, certainly looks as over with two penalty takers, Dembele and Sinclair, another cool finish from Scott Sinclair not yet there's a game over down to 10 men Aberdeen Rogic leaves it first Rogic scores the low to the right hand side Sinclair at dummy dirt Rogic left footed blasts it beyond Joe Lewis 4-1 Celtic yeah just a nice way to finish isn't it a fourth goal lovely finish from Tom Rogic I don't think he's renowned as you see the surprise in his face not renowned for being the most expertly free kick tenor but it was the accuracy that put it into almost the side of the net Brown walks it across to Armstrong, he's got a bit of space, 30 yards from goal. Rolls it out wide to Lush, the edge of the box. First time cross into the area, far post, Logan heads it clear only as far as Rogic inside. There it takes a left foot shot, and it's in the back of the net! A wonderful strike, wonderful technique from the Australian, he controlled it with his right, 
and with the outside of his left foot, bulleted it beyond Joe Lewis. 23 minutes gone and Celtic have the lead. Well, we've been talking about how it's been quite a scrappy opening to the game, Paul, but it's just been lit up by an absolute moment of magic from the Australian internationalist. A wonderful finish at the edge of the box. It was so difficult for him. He picked the ball up in a tight space, managed to fashion some room for the shot and put a magnificent half volley into the far corner. 